Sixty years have passed since Panora's box was opened. Seven shadows of pain and seven lights of wonder were released into the land. Ponder's scales moved sharply to the left. So he made champions of mortals, and although that helped, decisions from the past still resulted in long-lasting damage in Avalonia. Seven towers rose up, breaking the veil between the Fey world and the mortal realm, causing havoc throughout the land. When magic became wild and unpredictable, the mages were struck with mad mage disease, since the weave consumed part of their brain each time they used it. Disillusion of the wizard council ensued, causing more instability when using magic, so that only wild magic can be used to cast spells. Long ago, the gods forged magical constructs, a race of warforged, who had been long forgotten, became active in a distant land filled with strange, abominable beasts. The land was called Svalbar. The Warforge had but one protocol fixed in their minds. Go to the towers. But alas, most malfunctioned attempting to leave the frozen tundra of Svalbar with only a few escaping. But those few brought the knowledge and tools that had been suppressed throughout the realms. The Fairy Queens, Mab and Loth, sent Redcaps out to battle the tribes the Fairy had established across Evlonia. A bitter war broke out, and the tribes barely won. Thanks to the banding of the Lily and Fadeleaf tribes, the Redcap raids became less and less efficient, and the balance of Ponder's scales began to shift. The god of knowledge, Philanthus, is no longer worshipped, as all of the churches have been brutally attacked and burned by the Lizardfolk tribe, and owning his writings in their territory is punishable by death. Demon allies also plagued the land near the Seven Towers, consecrating it with unholy magics, and the lizard folk help them any way they can. They all wear the unholy symbol of Xerix. Welcome to Avalonia in the future. Hi, I'm Felicity, and this episode is brought to you by the TabletopGameshop.com. Stay tuned for more information after the show, and if you like what you hear, please leave a review on your favorite listening platform. Last time on All D20. After Giorgio brought the little boy back to life, he made some kind of deal with some snake beings and disappeared. Then the Blood Clan escorted me, without my friends, to this arena where I learned someone in my family has, um, let's just say, called in a favor. <laughs> On my behalf, suddenly Gog cut his palm to offer his blood, then passed the dagger to me expectantly. A mighty fine gentleman of a bird named Cirque came and rescued me from the stifling boredom. He told me a snippet of the Eagle Clan's history as he led the way to a cliff. I'll get to fly again. And then there were tea. I awkwardly stand with my tin alley for a while before I'm summoned by a man of the land named Horn. He praised me as the grandfather of the clan. What? As the last tribute, I patiently awaited my fate. Orak, the chieftain of all the tribes, guided me to an arena adorned in purple and gold. On the way, he explained orc history and the reason they fight. At the end of his story, I was introduced to one. Hi, my name is Felicity Musso, and I play Camly Tonkbite. Hi, I'm Jeremy Bohan, and I play Meals of Cooks, or Miles for short. Hi, my name is Carl, and I play... Nine. Well met. I'm Joshua Deveni. And I play Boven Hoofmeyer. Hi, I'm Joseph Musso, your Dungeon Master, and welcome to Season 2 of Avalonia of the All D20 Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Game on. And now, time for the adventure. The cowl comes down. Hello, Nine. 
I am one. Hello. Uh, are you like me? More like you are like me. That would mean you've come before me. Correct. Accurate assessment. Are your databanks intact? They are incomplete. Sometimes the reboot causes fragmentation. Can you assist me? Yes, I can. Please hold my hand for defragmentation. I'll reach out and grab her hand. As soon as you try to reach out and place your hand, she grabs your hand first, knowing that it's okay. She pushes your hand up so it's hovering above hers. Electric sparks start shooting between the two hands, going back and forth, back and forth. More and more energy starts sparking. Data transfer commencing. Upload executed. Data stream active. Nine, you see yourself with others. Like yourself, going up a long tower. You're using a special cannon. The information of how it forms and how its function works is being downloaded directly into your brain. You are seeing several use cases for artillery as the data stream opens up. You see several of your siblings get blown up around you by dark magics. You access your internal data banks, targeting with a large cannon that appears next to you. Targets locked, sights set. A huge explosion of arcane energy shoot out of the cannon destroying the creatures coming in hordes down the towers. The last thing you remember is a creature behind you, removing your head from your neck. Your screen goes black. Horn stands back up and clasps you on your lower back. Well, Grandfather, will you be sudden with the booze? We be needing ya. Yes, of course. Anything for the clown. That's delightful, Grandfather. You be helping us with glory and strength. Too many times they be making fun of the bulls, you know. But with Grandfather back with us, they will know how strong the bulls be, eh? Yes, they will know our strength. You start hearing cheers from the orcs in the balconies above. Bull, 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 bull. Strength and honor. Strength and glory. Strength and might. Well, Grandfather, looks like you be button of the tribe, eh? Yes, I'm glad to. You both take flight, Miles, and it feels different. You hear Cirque giving you instructions on outdoor flying. In the Underdark, you would mostly glide or have to expend a lot of energy, but here, in the winds and the updrafts, you feel the freedom that it portrays. You get the hang of it eventually, after Cirque explains how the updrafts work, and for the first time in a long time, you feel good. Eventually, you make it to a very, very high cliff, and you both land into a strange ludus. There are perches and training dummies that litter within. Well, my boy, that was some fancy flying. Ha ha ha, you're a quick learner. Oh, thank you. As you approach the center of the arena, the balconies have perches with several flying type creatures all staring at you. I am the Chieftain Suck, and this is our newest tribute. 
Miles, is your name correct? Yes, right. Well, Miles, I need to know. Will you fight in the honor of the Mother Eagle and all that she represents? Will you fight for a house in these silly games to bring us glory? Before you speak yes or no, I will say we have your kin safely. Up in your room. Yeah. They are welcome here as long as they like. If you decide to sign up with the House Eagle, they will become part of the tribe. No longer will you have to run miles. Instead, you can soar. You can hear the feel and feel the wind pressing against your wings and your face. Well, what say you? It would be an honor to fight for you. And thank you so much for saving Markeen. Soar for glory! Uh, what say you? I stand with you, brother. And I calmly cuts her palm. Okay, you, as soon as you cut your palm and you put it over the circle of blood, you hear all of the orcs. Blood and loyalty! Blood and loyalty! Blood and loyalty! You all witnessed the sacred right. She's now our sister and will be, and will be considered bound by blood. Yay! You are now bound by oath to help your brothers and sisters. Never run when they are in need to help in return. They will help you. With honor. Your mother saved Gog when Gog was in danger as a pup. Gog was left to die in swamp by Ogre Mother. Stefan saved Gog with magic Gog never forgot. One day, pay life debt. Gog put in weak things to fight for little one. Gog was forced to let goblins fight. When mother found out, threatened to cut off Gog's jewels. <laughs> Gog made sure daughter at least had apron. Gog could tell it was mother's once. That explains it. Also, Gog's honorary sprinkle. Stefan gave Gog fudge knuckle, said so herself. <laughs> Yummy! Now, Gog make daughter of Stefan, kin and sister. Oh, brother! And I hug him. He reaches down with these giant ogre-like hands and gives you a, a hug. And he reaches in a, his back uh, leather belt and pulls out a pouch or a bag and hands it to you. Oh, I love presents. And as you open up the bag, you see a cookbook with strange lettering, a bread knife, oh, and a strange smooth stone and some other things. Oh, I've, my bread knife. This has been in my family for so long. I'm so glad I have it back. Come. Uh, I have room I made for you. Okay. That was 9.1. In the first calamity, you are 9.2. 9.2. Correct. It will take some time for us to access all of his memory banks. But with practice, we should be able to unlock all of his memories. The image of the cannon and how to access it is still etched deep into your mind. Other data configurations and spell functions also appear inside of your memory banks. An image of a stone made of light flashes in your mind. 
Oh, interesting. 9.1 did enjoy trinkets, and I have been developing something similar. One lets go of your hands, and the stream suddenly stops. You feel a deep emptiness when it happens. She smiles a sad knowing smile and takes you to the middle of the Ludus for the first time. You actually kind of look around, and instead of a traditional arena, it is full of soft grass, and you can see a table in the distance full of alchemical supplies and beakers. Ah, oh, I see you've noticed my workshop. Come, Nine, I want to give you the stone I have been working on. Yes, one. I will follow. You eventually make your way to this table full of different beakers and different alchemical glasses and vials. And you can smell different acrid odors as it litters on the table. Eventually, you come to a very strange looking stone. It's pure white. She picks it up and hands it to you, and it glows softly. I call it Forge Spark in honor of Booga. Praise be he who gave us life. Praise be he who gave us life. Thank you, Juan. I do not yet know all of the properties and functionality, but I do know it was meant for you. I will cherish this stone. As soon as you touch the stone, you get a little data transfer, and a little image pops up in your head, and you start seeing some data flash before you, and immediately you know what to do with the stone. A blue dragon came to me in my dreams and asked me to make it. The dragon said I would be helping a friend. I know it was not a mistake. I double-checked my processors, and they are running optimally. I also rechecked parameters, and all functions are sufficient. Can you teach me more, please? Of course. It is my destiny. 9.2 The very next day that I saw you, in the arena, I asked Orak, threat level low, to have you touch the statue's spark. Only our kind can survive the spark from the statue. This told me you were the one. Now it is time for you to contemplate and run on low-level activity for at least eight hours. Understood. She takes you down a very lavish-looking area with a beautiful foyer and then eventually to a room inlaid with lightning bolts and grandiose pictures of Buga, the god of thunder. You close your eyes, going over to the, the new plans forming in your memory banks, not really sleeping, more studying, and the next day you get up after completing the simulations in your memory as a level three artillerist. Nice. Pew, pew. <laughs> well, my boy, great news, great news. Normally we pluck a feather to seal the deal, but in this case, wouldn't really work. <laughs> but I see you have some very fancy moth hair. Do you mind? Go for it. You watch as you pluck some of your hair. Miles, say after me. 
Soar for glory. Soar for glory. You watch as he takes the moth hair and flicks it into the air. It begins flying in a perfect circle, and it gets larger and larger and larger and larger and becomes a great eagle. The eagle stares down at you with piercing majestic eyes and then disappears. Well, it seems that our mother eagle has approved of you. Therefore, welcome. May your wings never tire. May you always soar higher than the sun. Now, follow me to your room. He takes off and flies above. <laughs> follow. A very large cliff. And eventually you get to a cave-like opening. You both land easily enough and walk in. It's very nice and spacious. It's a circular kind of rounded oval chamber with a smaller one off to the right. The main chamber has a small nest with all of your belongings, including your pouch with the younglings. I also bought your stone trident. It cost me 100 bagaris. I do hope it serves you well in battle. Oh, thank you. Well, I'll be off. The games will be starting soon enough. He gives you a very elaborate bow, takes his top hat, tips it off to you, and then takes off. You reach out and you touch your trident and you feel a slow, dark, pulsing energy. I've been waiting for you, young one. Oh, he didn't tell me I had a guest. Where are you? You're touching me. Oh, I'm sorry. In all the right places. I sense the darkness for what you've done. Allow me to nurture that darkness and teach you the ways of the decay that is pumping within your veins. All trees bear rotten fruits. Allow me to show you the way, my child. Will this we uh, protect the children? We will always protect the children. We are friends after all. Here, let me help you with my gifts to you, young one. I'll embrace it. Close your eyes and relax. I will show you such dark and delicious things. A swirl of life and death, blood being drained by maggots and flies emerging from the dead flesh, rotting fruit breaking down and becoming soil and food for trees, trees growing and dying and becoming ash, the cycle of life passing and decaying just over and over and over until nothing but bone is shown. Dreams of catastrophic things swirl in your mind and you fall into a deep, restful sleep. You wake up the next morning, a blighted druid of the dark wood. Good morning, our loves. We are so happy to have you with us. The pulsing of the trident feels cool and comfortable in your grip. Ooh. Well, brother, grandfather, it's be time for us to be showing you some things, eh? <laughs> yes, let's get to it. Well, we have a uh, father. Father wants to speak to you, grandfather. He wants to show you the way. Are you ready? The way? Yes, the way. There's only one way. Strength and honor, brother. That's the way. Eventually, 
you see an old orc. You can see the age of his horns. They're worn and chipped. He lifts his head and his wrinkles are aged and gnarled, but he still has sparkling green emerald eyes. Same as horns. This be great grandfather. Meet grandfather. Hello there, old one. He looks up at you and smiles. He be teaching you the old way, the only way, the right way. Hey, grandfather, you ready? Yes. Lean your head forward. He's not as tall as you, brother. (laughs) I kneel down a little bit. You watch as the aged orc cracks a smile. You see the lines from his face as he does so. He leans in closer as you lean in. And eventually, your horns touch. You feel a pulse of spiritual energy. The world of the orcs fade. You're running on all fours with a herd of animals. You feel the exhilarating feeling of being alive and free. You jump up into the air and now you're soaring the skies. You see everything in crystal clarity. You dive deep into the water and now you're swimming faster than any creature can run on land. The water feels refreshing against your skin. You jump out of the water and immediately something snaps on your skin and you're the one chewing the fish. You give out a great bellowing roar as you stand up on all fours. Munching on a delicious salmon, you begin easily climbing up a tree. You stare out at the landscape as a giant, beautiful bear. Eventually, the feeling starts to fade. Come back. You break away from the old orc, and he smiles at you knowingly. He reaches into a pouch and pulls out a bit of grass tied into a knot. He gestures for you to open your hand. Thank you. Hold on my hand. And he gently sends the item into your hand, and you can feel a soft, gentle pulse as it's put there. Ah, grandfather, seems you got a great boon from our shaman, eh? Yes, I will use this with all of my might. Well, I need be showing you where you be sleeping, man. Yes, it's been quite the day. Eventually, Horn takes you to a room. It's fairly modest. It has no bed, but it has a lot of comfortable skins all laid out in the middle. There's no door, but a curtain that separates it. I made sure your belongings are with you, man. Your tree trunk be hefty, grandfather, but no no surprise to the bulls. <laughs> well, grandfather, I best be getting to my duties. But I'm the chieftain after all. I'm sure you understand. I would love to have a drink with you. Of course, grandfather. One day we will drink and toast to all of our ancestors together, for we are now bulls. I hold out my arm and do that like like Spartan handshake thing. He, he shakes it rigorously, and and you're very surprised on how strong this this orc is. Quite the grip. Same to you, grandfather. Runs in the family. Well, you rest well and take care, man. I've got things I have to take care of. Eventually, he steps out and leaves you by yourself. You feel a tug from inside your beard. Oh. A little bit harder of a tug. Oh, oh. What are you doing? Rattlesker. And one more yank for good measure. Oh. 
Did you know about this? Eventually, Radisker pops his head out and he scurries down the skins and sits waiting for you. I sit down with him. You watch in astonishment as a squirrel turns into a small blue pixie. Whoa, what the? It's time we had a little chat, my friend. Um, yes. Seems you found your path and funny that you ended up meeting your cousins in the process. It's almost like the spirits deemed it worthy. Yes, uh, the god of nature's guiding. Well, your father asked me to look out for you. And I think you should help these people as much as you can. Now close your eyes and meditate with me. Yes. Remember the feel of nature and the freedom it represents. And as you start drifting into this calm meditative state, you remember the feeling of swimming into the water, soaring into the sky, the scare of animals as you were the great bear, the taste of the delicious salmon, and climbing up a tree and looking over the landscape and the beauty of it and the ferociousness of it. And you eventually fall into a deep, restful sleep. When you wake up the next morning, you are now a totem warrior of the Bull Clan. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you eventually follow Gog into a very moderate looking room next to an even larger one. A small bed is already made for you. And you see a leather jerkin with the blood drop on it. You see comfortable small trousers made of soft leather and leather gauntlets. Gog, chieftain of blood tribe. Gog, with biggest room, he smiles with pride. Sister, Ken, gets next largest room. Ooh. You make sure other orcs know we can. They have problem with sister. They have problem with Gog. All right. He gets on one knee and hugs you gently. Then he starts sniffing. His eyes light up. Gog, Gog smells forged knuckles. Sure enough, you start smelling the familiar sweet and savory aroma as well. So do I. You pull out a pink ribbon tied wax paper and you slowly unravel it. A dozen fudge knuckles show in the light. Oh, goody. The smell almost brings you to tears as you start to feel a little homesick. Gog, sorry for asking. Don't cry, sister. It's okay. I'm crying out of happiness. Well, Gog, leave now. Enjoy fudge knuckles. Here, have one. Really? Of course, you're my brother. Oh, little sister, you make Gog so happy. Oh, goody. (laughs) And he watches giant ogre hand take a fudge knuckle. Very delicately and then pop it in his mouth. He closes his big half-ogre eyes and pure pleasure. Mm, just look, Stefan. She makes the best food. I miss your mother. I miss your mother a lot. I do too. It's time for Gog to leave now. Oh. You settle. The half-ogre stands up and begins to walk out. And the stone begins to pulse and glow. Camly, it's oh. your mother. Pick up the stone. Mommy? 
Camly, I hope you can hear your mother. I've been scrying on you from time to time. Make sure you're okay. Oh, it's so good to hear your voice. And Dear, I I've been trying to get a hold of you, and your father is a wreck. I don't know how long this happened, but we will get to the bottom of this immediately. Oh, I'm so stressed. Oh, it hurts my, it hurts my chest. Do your mother a favor and listen to your uncle Gorg. He'll take good care of you while you're stuck over there. Also, be wary of making any deals with anyone other than Gorg. He's an honorary member of the Sprinkle Syndicate. I already sent him a stone and explained if he takes care of you, then we are even Steven from that one time. Hold on, your father wants me. No, dear, I don't know where your socks are. I'm on the stone, trying to speak to our daughter. No, we can't go rescue her. I have it under control. I know you're worried, dear. Anyway, I left you the cookbook with some spells in it. I know how you're such a charmer, but I decided to give you the charm spell anyway. There are a few goodies in there. I'm sure they'd help you when you need it. I miss you like crazy, my meat raisin. Your <laughs> mother. Bye, mommy. The stone fades and goes out. <laughs> oh my gosh. You look into the bag and you find hmm. six sharp throwing knives. Oh. Some cooking utensils and another set of thieves tools. As well as some caltrops with a note from your father, Anifred. Love you, honey. Hope you use these knives and caltrops in the arena. I'll find out who did this to you and make them pay. Love, Dad. P.S. Give Gog a hug for me. And if you get a chance, make him some of your mom's favorite fudge knuckles. The recipe is in the book. Wink. Oh. Eventually, you sit down, eat a fudge knuckle. Mm-mm. Yummy. And flip over to the recipe. As you're looking at the recipe, you notice the familiar Sprinkle Syndicate, Thieves Can't, written inside of it. You flip it to the back of the recipe, back to the other one, and eventually the words start to form. And they're instructions from Daddy, as he teaches you the way of the trickster rogue. Eventually, after much reading, you feel tired and you go to sleep. And the next morning, you're a level three trickster rogue. Yay! And we'll find out next time on all D20. Yay. (laughs) Very cool. That was fun. Oh, shit. Oh, man. (laughs) All right, name. (laughs) Name. What do you want to name it? (laughs) Hmm. What was the last one? What was the name of the last one? Tribute. Tribute. This is just a tribute. Sorry. <laughs> it's not the best I don't want to spoil it, but I think level up, level up would be... Indoctrination? Indoctrination, level up. Mm. Um, um, growth. <laughs> growth. I don't know. We all learned like, whoa, you know. It's true. It is. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that in the session. Ah, school. Learning. Mm. Subclass school is in session. 
Hmm. This is tough. It is. This is a tough one. It's not an easy one, for sure. Um, let's see. Um, <sighs> four, uh, four paths of growth. Oh, uh, yeah. Huh? Rolling stones. Rolling stones? Yeah, because didn't we all get a stone? No. No. Oh. Only you got a stone. Oh, I thought we all, oh. With our powers combined? <laughs> <laughs> With our powers combined. I, it's a little long, but I kind of like it. How about our powers combined? I like that. Short at one word? No? Nah. Cheesy? No, I don't really like it. No. No? <laughs> All right. Well, come up with one. Come on. Where, where's well, your- I said something. School of school or something. School's in session. Subclass school. That's not terrible. Subclass school. Better, faster, stronger. Better, faster, stronger. Oh, why are we struggling with this? Mm. Why is this so difficult? Oh, man. I'm not coming split, up with anything because I'm just like trying party. to get over all the different voices I just yeah. did. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Let's hmm. see. Lore. Lore isn't bad. Lore. Lore of our past. I was trying to think of something that went with like School of Rock. School of Hard Knocks? Hmm. No. Mm, I don't know. I'm really, I'm really drawing a blank here. We just call it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they only get the joke if they Episode listen to the name end. here. Yeah, <laughs> the games begin. I think we've already used that in in other. Have we? Yeah, I think so. Um, bracket placeholder title bracket. <laughs> <laughs> Insert title here. This is the first time we've actually been stumped. Well, okay. Four paths. Um, Four paths is nice. I like that. Four paths is yeah. Really that's nice. kind of yeah. cool. I like that too. All right, yeah. So four paths then. It's very quick, easy, short. Yep. No, it wasn't. Please. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds easy. It's like the it rolls off the tongue easy. So Jeremy, uh, where did my paper go? You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at all underscore d twenty, and on Facebook at all or forward slash all d20 i'm on instagram at magthar and i make maps and you can email me at magthar's maps at gmail.com if you want to beautiful we, maps we can yep. talk about it what you want and whatnot you can find carl at nine underscore tries on instagram i don't make anything so i guess i have yet. no skills yet maybe we'll see you make things you, you make just us don't happy yeah, I can make you happy. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Take them on a date first. <laughs> Nine underscore tries at gmail.com. <laughs> he can make you happy. I don't know what that means, but. but yeah, I'm not sure. But I guess it'll be. But that's not his email. To find out. No, it's not. <laughs> some, ran- some random person. Random person. Yeah. <laughs> what I heard you're going to make me happy. Ah. <laughs> oh, boy. You can find Josh at. On Instagram. Carl, at Count Joshua, and also on Twitch. What did I do? <laughs> Felicity at? All D20 underscore Felicity M on Instagram. And our wonderful DM. 
You can find me at um, Insta- on Instagram at Joseph underscore Aldi20 or Aldi20 underscore Joseph. I also have a uh, Twitter account that I don't use too often. That's also Aldi20 underscore Joseph. Um, so you can hop on there and say hi on Twitter if you're not really an Instagram person. And uh, don't forget to check out our uh, dice uh, on the tabletopgameshop.com. You can use coupon code ALDI20 to get 20% off on said dice. They're beautiful. We use them in the game. They roll really well, uh, except for for Josh. They they don't roll really well for Josh. But for everybody else in the world, they seem to roll really well and do a good job. Don't forget to also uh, check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash ALDI20. We offer all sorts of stuff from the $2 tier all the way to the $35 tier. Uh, you know, we have dice in there. We have uh, extra episodes that are early. We have patron-only content that we re- release and all that fun stuff. That's, you know, something you guys can definitely check out. Thank you guys so much for listening and game, game on. on. And now for our patron-only content.